podcast named after the only two things he knows. Dick jokes and dinosaurs with Adam Jacobson. He'll teach you what is a thagomizer. You wonder if you're even circumcised. Dick jokes and dinosaurs with Adam Jacobson. Dick jokes and dinosaurs. Are you ready to stop the motherfucking show? Hey everybody, welcome to an all new episode of Dick Jokes and Dinosaurs. I'm your host, Adam Jacobson, and today is going to be a really fun episode. I, I'm, I, you know, just a lot of great news has come out about Jurassic World Dominion. They finally released the prologue. I'm going to do a breakdown of that in a bit. We also have two really interesting pieces of dinosaur news, some new species discovered, and uh, yeah, just I'm really excited for it. Uh, but first, I'm just going to do a quick little update about yours truly, uh, and just you know, just the podcast too. Let's talk a bit about the podcast. So, a lot of people really enjoy the quiz episodes. Uh, they are a lot of fun to do. It is just the one thing I will say: they are a nightmare uh, to book because uh, I don't know. A lot of people just drop out day of. A lot of people. Sometimes I have to purposely overbook, so I have to have, like, with the expectations that about two of them will just drop out day of. So, uh, and it takes a lot of work to set up the quizzes, and fuck, I'm not going to say names, but one person just kept ruffling papers and playing with the pen, and it it really fucked with the audio. (laughs) Not naming names, not naming names, but that was, that was fucking ridiculous so yeah i'm gonna i i gotta i gotta start cracking the whip and i just feel like there's a bit of repetition with uh some of the content like a lot of people don't really research so i'm gonna try to make sure just hammer the point about researching beforehand and getting on people like i really like talking to Garrett, like, he really likes aquariums, and it's always fun to talk new things with him. He has a passion for it, but some sometimes you get a guest on, and they're more in tune with current events, and this isn't a current events podcast. And it's like, it's, it's just they try to shift it that way, and I don't know. And that's, that's not what this is about, so... Yeah, I'm just going to try to get on people who really enjoy the content, really enjoy nature, animals, and paleontology. And then, you know, just have a goof and a <laughs> about it. Oh, that, that sounded bad. Uh, that sounded very not okay. But, you know what? It meant to be a laugh. So I will edit in a funny laugh. And then there we go. I, I won't use this portion of it. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, everything's going. I think the podcast though, we're getting a lot of good growth. Yeah, so I appreciate you, the fans. So, yeah, it, it's been fun. I'm gonna do more solo episodes. So yeah, feel free to hit up my Instagram. Let me know if you have any questions you want to see, any topics you want to cover. Uh, yeah, you know, there's a lot to really just go in depth about. Uh, so yeah, there's just so much stuff out there regarding paleontology that I really want to get to. And, you know, the thing is, uh, 
we've only really explored about 1%, just paleontology as a whole, explored 1% of all paleontological, paleontological finds. So, you know, there's a lot more shit, and I'm going to, you know, do a horrible job explaining it. And, yeah, we'll have fun. So, yeah, then, uh, you know, everything's going okay, works pretty good. Uh, Lizard is doing very well. He's just... Uh, yeah, I don't know, he's, he has a weird sleep schedule. Like, I keep him on the same, like, you know, 12, 13-hour time cycle as he usually is. But, he, I don't know, he's been up really late. So, I don't know what's up with him. He's being a little baby. And he's, he's, he's destroying my scalp. Like, I used to have such beautiful hair, but now it's... He keeps nestling in my fucking head. His nails are sharp. Like, my arms are just torn to all shit. Like, I was playing with the rats at work, and, yeah, they're just... Their, hand, their little hands... It's gross how human-like their hands are, but, like, they don't cut me up at all, but I have these, like, slashes from Tanuki, but, you know, he's a fat baby, so. Yeah, you know, I gotta, you know, he doesn't pay rent, so I'm gonna start putting him in little costumes. He's, I'm thinking, uh, yeah, I'm thinking of Grogu. I'm gonna dress him as, as Grogu. Yeah, that'd be dope. Oh, and speaking of Grogu, I finally got around to finishing The Mandalorian, and holy shit, it might be it's like, I don't think since uh, I don't just think since like when Game of Thrones was good I was this excited about a show yeah so it's it was beautiful there were so many great scenes damn I, I just kept thinking it's like it was it was more of a filler episode than anything but well the closest the Mandalorian had to a filler episode but the frog lady episode. <laughs> How fucked would that plotline be if it was a, a man, of like a frog man, and it was just a dude just lugging around his nut in a jar that <laughs> had to deal with fucking Grogu eating it? Oh, God. It'd be horrible. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, such a dark thought. Yeah, then um, that was weird. Yeah, it was a good show really fun show i hope uh yeah i hope they keep you know keeping it up to that quality like dave filoni and john Favreau, good job my god i i i'm gonna do a deep dive onto uh onto the sequel trilogy like i'm gonna rewatch them just to, you know just ooh, just to you know get, feel the pain but yeah i really oh god even like the clone wars cartoons like that those were amazing too i love bad batch that was awesome I'm just started watching Rebels. Like, there were some really amazing scenes in Rebels. Like, goddamn, the fucking Obi-Wan and Darth Maul fight was fucking amazing. There's some pretty good scenes. Like, I've, I watched... I'm really early on into, like, the first season of Rebels, but eh, it's still... It's pretty good. Pretty good. It's a good show. I enjoy it. You never see... Every Jedi, like, every person who's Force-sensitive is, like, poor, though. That's one thing I don't like. It's kind of repetitive. Like, everywhere in Star Wars is just some kind of slum. Like, you never see, like, you know, upper-middle-class, force-sensitive person, you know? Because maybe, you know, they have an inner conflict. Like, oh, do I save the galaxy? Or do I go to my... Uh, do I have a stable career path at my dad's firm? You know? You know? Never do that. But, yeah. yeah so that's that. All right, so now uh, I'm going to do... I'm going to talk a little bit. So this is just the animal group of the week that I like to talk about. I'm going to bring back this segment. So 
Today I'm going to be talking about, so the last solo episode I did, I talked a lot about armadillos. And, uh, you know, we're going to be talking about a group of animals that filled a very similar niche. Uh, but this was during the late Triassic. So uh, these are called aetosaurs. Uh, aetosaurs, sorry, I'm really shitty with the pronunciation of the Greek. So, uh, yeah, it means eagle lizard. Uh, they are neither eagles nor are they lizards. Well, they're more closely related to eagles than they are lizards, but that's because they are related, more closely related to crocodilians. And, uh, you know, they're a very fascinating group of animals. Like, um, they didn't exist a long time. They only existed about 30 million years. And they evolved very much like if you squish an armadillo with a crocodile it, it's exactly what you get it's such a delightful looking creature i'm looking at a reconstruction of a stegonlepsis oh my god of a stagon stegonolepis stegonolepis i'm looking at a construction of a stegonolepis right now and uh yeah just looking at this derpy little thing so delightful oh my god look at its little head his little nub teeth Has a little nub for a face. He's adorable. He's such a sweetie. Yeah, they're very cute. They weren't. They didn't get huge. They weren't a big animal. Like most of like the biggest forms were about uh, like two meters long. Yeah. What's cool about them? It's like the bone plating. Like the plates are just fused into the vertebra, which is very. Yeah, they're very heavily armored. They also have ventral plates. Uh, so plates underneath their bodies as well. And, um, yeah, what else is there? So they, uh, yeah, they have, the, unlike uh, a lot of other reptiles, like contemporary reptiles, like modern crocodilians and lizards, their limbs were underneath their bodies, so like a dinosaur. And, yeah, they're just found throughout, uh, throughout the world at this time, a lot in North America. And, uh, yeah, they just, you know, they were very well adapted for digging. Most, yeah, most of them were found in the United States. There's a few species found in uh, Poland as well. Probably the most uh, studied ones are Dismatosuchus uh, and Etosoroides. Yeah, so those are among the most studied ones. So Dismatosuchus, so that one appeared, oh, I'm gonna, I'm uh, blanking on the name. Well, when dinosaurs, yeah, it appeared in uh, for a little bit in when dinosaurs roamed America. So that one was narrated by John Goodman. So that was a good one. Yeah. So the, this uh, Desmatosuchus, it looks, it's a very impressive looking animal. So yeah, it has that. So it's called uh, Adosaur. Like Adosaurs are called that because they have this almost eagle-like head. Well, that was one of the first ones were discovered. So it looks very bird-like in, in the skull, but then its teeth are like these little omnivorous nubs what's also really crazy about the triassic is these were the most common herbivores but their teeth are adapted for omnivory so during the triassic there weren't that many herbivores but there were so many carnivores too like shringosaurs um Rawasukians. yeah it was a very weird time yeah so this is a big yeah this is such a metal looking animal and this is a herbivore like yeah it's like the spines are like wings on its back. It's like a dragon. 
I would I would make puppy noises at this one too. It looks very cute. Has a shovel-like nose. Used it for digging. Yeah, this is a very magnificent creature. Yeah, so this one I believe. Yeah, it's uh, its predator was actually in the documentary Walking with Dinosaurs. So the Postasuchus hunted it. Yeah. And oh, this is such an awesome picture. Looking at this fossil. Uh, oh, this reconstruction of a Dismatosuchus uh, trying to fend off a Postosuchus. That is so cool. Postosuchus is a bipedal uh, Rawasukian. Uh, yeah, it, yeah, it's just so neat. And yeah, so this one, yeah, this was probably. Yeah, it, it, it was a man, yeah, just a massive armadillo like the teeth are similar to armadillos the nose like the way the snout is structured like a shovel is similar to armadillos the feet are designed for burrowing just such a neat animal gorgeous and then we got Edosoroides. yeah this is just a fat pancake version of uh dismatosuchus such a fat little thing my god it's so chunky Okay, damn, this one, uh... Okay, so the, yeah, it can grow up to about eight feet long. That's impressive. Big ass boy. Huge. Huge, huge, huge. Okay, how, sorry, how big? I'm not sure how big, uh, I'm just gonna check. How big did, uh, Dismatosuchus get? Oh damn, yeah, this is huge. It got about 14 feet long. Yeah, so Dismatosuchus was about 15 feet long. That's fucking insane. That's awesome. What a big ass boy. What a big, big chunky lizard. Well, not lizard, uh, crocodilian. Crocodile relative. Yeah, that's pretty fucking sick. I love that. That's awesome. Alright, now I'm gonna talk a little bit about some other dinosaur news. So uh, this article is from the Smithsonian. So a fossil hotbed uncovered in Missouri confirms new species of duck-billed dinosaur. Uh, this article is by Elizabeth Gamillo. Oh, sorry, Gamillo. And uh, yeah, so we found pieces of a hadrosaur. Yeah, so all right. So this article, yeah, so during the 1940s, the first dinosaurs found in Missouri were unearthed on accident while a family broke ground for a new well. Now, roughly 80 years later, more dinosaur fossils of the same species were uncovered and identified 50 feet from the initial fossil discovery. And yeah, so comparing the uh, bones of the 1940s, others collected in the past eight decades and the specimen recently uncovered in October, researchers had enough evidence to determine that the new fossils are officially part of the new genus and species. Ooh. And what is this new species? So the new bones include the skeleton of a juvenile adult dinosaur belonging to a species of duck-billed dinosaur called Parasaurus misurensis. Yay, new dinosaurs. Oh, fuck yeah. So the treasure trove of bones helps paleontologists learn more about the western interior. Oh, sorry, fuck. You know what? I did something stupid. I gotta... Here, it was... Un they were unearthed for, uh, researchers from uh, Chicago's Field Museum and the St. Genevieve 
uh, Museum Learning Center. There we go. I gotta gotta give credit where credit is due. There we go. Anywho, the treasure trove of bones helps paleontologists learn more about the Western Interior Seaway, a shallow sea that divided North America in half over 70 million years ago. Yeah. Uh, most of the dinosaurs were are excavated out west. This dig site, dubbed the Chronister's site after the family whose property the fossil found on, would have been located on the Seaway's eastern shore millions of years ago. Yeah, so that's a good point. So not a lot of people really talk a lot about um, fossils on, uh, that were found along the eastern uh, Seaway. Uh, and I think that's a tragedy because there's so many uh, interesting things there. Like we have Tyrannosaurus that didn't actually evolve the same ways uh, Western Tyrannosaurus did. Like they had longer arms. They looked more uh, basal. They looked more like Guanlong, like uh, primitive Asian Tyrannosaurus. So it's very interesting. Uh, it's kind of a tragedy we haven't really went as in depth in studying those fossils. And I think this is a great step forward. Most of the dinosaurs that every six year old is familiar with their Tyrannosaurus, your horned. Uh, dinosaurs and duckbills and so on were living west of the seaway. Peter uh, Makovicki, a paleontologist who was previously a uh, curator at the Field Museum, tells USA Today, from the eastern seaway in the midwestern states, we have far, far less knowledge of dinosaurs. So when you actually find a site where you have not just scraps, but multiple skeletons together, that's a real windfall. Oh boy, the wind has fallen. And uh, yeah, so based on the fossil find, so they believe this duckbill dinosaur could have reached about 35 feet long and weighed about 2,000 pounds. It is pretty dang chunky. It's a fat f fucking dinosaur, so that's dope. Yeah, and they also found a few turtle skeletons. Yeah, that's pretty dope. Oh yeah, sweet. All right, so Parasaurus uh, Missouriensis, hells yeah. All right, now we got another piece of dinosaur-related news. Okay, we got, so yeah, we got a new species of ankylosaur discovered in Chile. And uh, yeah, this one has a really unique skeleton. So we found most of it. Uh, oh, so this is a separate article. This is also by uh, Elizabeth Gamillo. Uh, yeah, and I'm just looking at the picture of this, so, yeah, so this is the uh, newly discovered ankylosaur. I'm just reading this article for the first time, so, yeah, apologies for <laughs> the lack of professionalism. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, uh, buried under the fine sediments of Chile's arid Patagonia region, researchers were astonished to find a nearly complete fossilized dinosaur skeleton with an unusual club-like tail. The tail had seven pairs of flat, blade-like bony scales fused together, not seen before any, in any other dinosaur, reports Michael Greshko for National Geographic. After further analysis, researchers revealed that the skeleton belongs to a new kind of armored dinosaur dubbed Stegoros elengassin, Stegoros elengassin, a species of ankylosaur that roamed the earth about 72 to 75 million years ago. Details of the animal skeleton and its unique tail may reveal an early evolutionary split in ankylosaurs, according to a study published this week in Nature. Okay, that's pretty cool. Alright, so... Yeah, so then all this... So, so like, the, t the bones are fused into the, into the tail, so that's pretty cool. Sweet. Uh, yeah, and so then the article talks a bit about ankylosaurs. So ankylosaurs lived during the late Cretaceous period, using plates of bone ruling their bodies, uh, those bones being osteoderms. 
And uh, yeah, so most of the clubs for ankylosaurs um, were looked like clubbed or barbed, uh, but uh, this one was different because it, uh, according to the researchers, it was more slender. And um, yeah, and what's the, and yeah, so I had less armor, limbs were more, and limbs were more slender. And then uh, the article continues. The dinosaur sports features from both ankylosaurs and stegosaurs. It walked on all fours, stood less than two feet tall, and measured less than seven feet from head to tail. The pelvis of S. elangassen even looks nearly identical to that of a stegosaur. Oh, okay, so this is pretty neat. So this is, could have been an intermediate species. However, the jawbones confirmed that the skeleton did in fact belong to an ankylosaur. That's pretty cool. This is our first good look at a South American armored dinosaur, and is not like any armored dinosaur you've ever seen before. Study author Alexander Vargas, a paleontologist at the University of Chile, tells a new scientist. It has a tail weapon that is a new category. All we knew before was tail spikes and tail clubs, now we have this weird frond-like thing. Ankylosaur fossils from the northern portion of what used to make up the supercontinent Pangaea have been well preserved. Uh, however, few ankylosaur fossils have been dug up in the southern hemisphere, but those that have been found may be the earliest species of the group and may even represent an early evolutionary branch of armored dinosaurs from the mid-Jurassic era, reports Carolyn Gramlin. Early ankylosaurs found in the northern hemisphere do not sport tail clubs, and later specimens developed tails made of stiffened vertebrae that formed a blunt hammer shape. Ooh. However, S. Gasson's fused spike-like tail may have been encased in razor-sharp sheets of keratin, says James Kirkland, a state paleontologist at the Utah Geological Survey who is not involved in the study. Oh, wait, 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 no, but keratin... No, keratin is different. Keratin is, uh... Yeah, keratin is hair. Dinosaurs don't have hair. Wait... Unless it was, uh... Yeah, no, it's... Isn't it something different? Yeah, no, yeah, okay, so... Okay, so, yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, so in birds, it's beta-keratin, so it's not true... So it's a, it's a different protein. Oh, no, wait, no. Okay, so it okay, so it is okay. So the feathers, hmm. Okay, so they okay, so they do have keratin. Okay, yeah, because I I was under the impression keratin was just a form of yeah. So I think it's a separate. I think it's yeah. So beta. So we're learning together. We're beta. Yeah. So okay, no, it is it is different. Okay, yeah. So beta keratin that is the structure of reptile. Reptile claws, including birds, crocodiles. Okay, so it would have been in covered in beta keratin. Okay, yeah, because keratin is just compressed hair. Okay, all right, all right. Moving on. Uh, researchers suspect a split in the lineage occurred when Larissa and Gondwana drifted apart during the late uh, Jurassic. The researchers also suggest that because of the division, there may be an entire lineage of ankylosaurs yet to be discovered in what used to be Gondwana. Okay, yeah. So this could be a new form of ankylosaur. Okay, that's really neat. All right, and uh, so yeah, so then on December first, S. 
Alan Gasson's fossilized remains were presented to the world, and boom, they're now a new animal. So that's pretty dope. Okay. All right, so we've been waiting. We've been waiting. Now I'm going to start talking about... Uh, you know what? I'm just going to start watching um, Jurassic World Dominion Prologue. I'm going to do some breakdowns. Oh, before uh, I go into the trailer, it has been leaked at this time that there will be the Therizinosaurus with... Uh, it, it was chasing uh, Claire in the movie. And I think, yeah, the, based on what I've seen from it, it looks like they went with the route of making it a scaleless animal. Uh, that's, yeah, it's... It most likely had feathers, like it, but I couldn't get a proper look at it. They could have given it, uh, um, yeah, they they could have given it a bit more uh, plumage, um. But maybe they were trying to have something like where they were going to give it more elephant-like plumage. Or, or not plumage. Why Why is my brain so dead? Elephant-like hair, like where elephants are bristled, or like our hair. So, you know what? I, I'm I'm still... I'm going to uh, just hold my breath. It looks fun. Oh, no. Hold my breath is... That's a negative connotation. No, I'm excited. I'm excited for Therosinosaurus. Because Therosinosaurus is a badass dancer. I hope it like just fucks up like some velociraptors in it. That would be so cool. Yeah, and then, yeah, this trailer, what is, or sorry, this prologue has got me very excited. Add in a Therizinosaurus, I am pumped for this movie. So, here we go. I'm not, and also, just to be clear, I'm not going to shill for the movie. If it look, if it's actually shit, and there are things that I'm going to critique. Like, just off the bat, they kind of put in all the dinosaurs together from different time periods. And tr so that's, it, it becomes more apparent as it, uh. Uh, here, I'll, I'll show you what I mean here. So I'm just going to start the uh, prologue. Alright, so we get the delicious universal logo. There we go. There we go. The music ominous. Is it not plugged in? What the fuck? Here we go. Oh, they got the Jurassic Park logo. You know, when you're a movie that's big enough, you can get away with that. All right, Jurassic World Dominion. I keep calling it Jurassic Park Dominion. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Oh, they got these beautiful, beautiful... Uh, oh, they look like ginkgos. Oh, that's so cool. I love this. Beautiful beautiful prehistoric landscape. Oh, then they hit that with that great music. Oh, they, you know what they did? It's just, so far, they didn't include, oh my god, oh, that looks so cool. They didn't even include the grasses, too, like, there's no grasses, 
grasses really only evolved after the dinosaurs disappeared oh and it just looks so gorgeous like all the like all the ginkgo trees and then we got yeah, it looks like a big old sauropod oh yeah that's beautiful Oh wow, yeah, so they got the uh, accurate Brachiosaurus. Oh, that's just so gorgeous. So they had the uh, Brachiosaurus in the water, just kind of gra grazing, browsing. Most likely they didn't do that, but you know, they could just be out for a drink. And then a flock of pterosaurs flies off. Oh, and then the most majestic of them all, Quetzalcoatlus, goes in for a meal. Oh, they nailed it. They, fuck, they nailed it so good. Okay, you know, there, there's a Red Letter Media does uh, the, these parodies uh, of, called Nerd Crew, and I feel like I'm becoming that. Like, it. Like, I, I love it. Like, I really love the visuals of this scene. The rest of the movie might be absolutely atrocious, but this this guy is making me very excited. And they nailed Quetzalcoatlus's, or it could be, yeah, most likely Quetzalcoatlus. They nailed the feeding behaviors. It didn't eat the fishes, as always depicted. It, they love to scavenge, they love to eat small animals, and they got that, and I'm excited. Oh, and we got something drinking from the water. <gasps> Ankylosaurus. Oh, oh, oh! They, you know, so they're in a canyon. So this looks like a pteranodon nesting. Pteranodons are just out. Oh, and we got an oviraptor in a cave. He found some eggs. Yeah, Oviraptor most likely didn't. <clears throat> well, every animal will eat eggs, but they aren't a particularly well-known egg thief. It was actually, uh, they got the name Oviraptor Egg Thief because uh, it was believed they were stealing uh, some herbivore eggs, but it was actually a case of a mother being buried alive by sand protecting her own eggs. So, But it looks, yeah, that's just eating. And now, okay, yeah. So all those, all these animals exist from different time periods, and they just kind of squish them in together. Like right now, we have an Isotoceratops, which, uh, you know, which is a, a late Cretaceous animal. Um, there'll be worse examples. That one existed about seventy-five million years ago, and then, but we also have dinosaurs that existed well over thirty million years ago before, you know. I, I have a feeling this is supposed to be the late Cretaceous, so yeah, it's but you know what? It's yeah. Oh, it's such a baby. It's so cute. Oh my god, they nailed the herd so much. Oh, I just love how this looks. It's gorgeous. 
Oh, look, he's doing a little bath. Oh, you know, I love this. This is so much serotonin. Oh, and then, okay, this actually, when I first saw the image of the following scene, I got so excited because it was like, wow, they did it. They finally, after, you know, how, how okay, so 1994, let's do quick math. So, all right, let's, uh, let's get the calculator out, out, out buckaroos of the audience. All right, so we, so the, so current year, current year is 2021. All right, Jurassic Park came out, 1994. Tw almost 30 fucking years. Will you finally get a feathered raptor, a feathered dromaeosaur? Like, it's took forever. I, I'm so happy I live to see this day. It's... Uh, and yeah, it's it, it made me so happy seeing it and the following sequence. So we have a little um, We have a raptor Most likely like it's supposed to be the quote velociraptor but Like the size is more like Dakota Raptor. Oh He was eating uh, or the little little buckaroo was eating some meat in between the teeth of a much bigger dinosaur, and that dinosaur is waking up. And this, oh, little, okay. So this, and then they have a little iguanodont getting all nervous. It's like, oh no, oh my god, hell yeah, Giganotosaurus. Oh, okay, hold on, you know what? I'm so just gonna watch it for a bit. So this is the scene, Giganotosaurus meets Tyrannosaurus Rex. And you know what? I'm just looking at this. And they got the bristles on Tyrannosaurus. Mwah. I love it. Yeah, it's amazing. It's just such a... Oh. Oh. The Giganotosaurus. This scene is just so amazing. Like... It, it happens so quick. And then, you know, the mosquito comes. Drinks a little bit of the blood. Oh. Then the Giganotosaurus walks away. And then we cut to now. 65 million years later. Technically, if it was 65 million, I, I know this is such a stupid thing to do. If it was 65 million years ago, it would be 500,000 years. Because dinosaurs went extinct. 66 million years ago so but this looks so cool and this is rexy ah oh, b let's all go to the lobby
Rexy doing a roar. Oh. And Rexy goes off. Damn, they're playing American Graffiti and Flash Gordon at the drive-in. That's hilarious. You know what? That is a good nostalgia movie. Yeah, you know what? That's, I mean, listen, this movie, Jurassic World Dominion, I, okay, you know what? I didn't call Jurassic Park Dominion this time. I'm proud of myself. You know, it's nostalgia, and I like some nostalgia, all right? I don't I don't like the future going forward where, you know, Jeff Bezos owns everything. So, you know what? I like this. I like I like the fact people are going to drive-ins. So this is neat. Oh, and then Rexy runs off. Oh. And then, and then, then we see the logo. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, I'm really excited. Yeah, like I think, yeah. So I know that you can't have a hundred percent accuracy. I still like how they did the prologue design so well. That felt like I was just watching a nature documentary. That was amazing. That is such an amazing scene. I'm very. I hope. I hope they don't blow everything they had like the best parts of the movie uh before it's released i hope they match that level of um creativity and respect for the animals um because if it's if the rest of the movie is like that i'm it's i'm gonna be a very happy customer if if it's you know if it's what happens where uh the sequel to Jurassic World, where it just kind of meanders at certain points, or most of the interesting parts are shown in the early part, and then the rest of it is just, it's kind of a weird horror comedy. I'm going to be very upset. I don't think so. Um, but you know what? If I'm wrong, then you know I'm pissed off. So you know what? I'm going to just err on the side of uh, being positive, and yeah. I I think yeah, I think it's gonna be a fun time. I I really do. I think I'm gonna have a lot of fun with this um, movie. I, I'm I'm really excited. And uh, yeah, on that note, uh, I'm gonna be wrapping it up. Uh, if you guys have any questions for me, uh, yeah, feel free to message. My Instagram is a jacobson two three eighteen. Yeah, just feel to send any questions you have about the podcast. If I rarely post on my story so if you want to just send in any uh questions or uh yeah just or any animal related topics you want me to cover please let me know all right till next time buckaroos take care